Well, hello again. It's May in Oklahoma. What a gorgeous, gorgeous time of year. That is, of course, if you forget about the fact that it's also the month with the most tornadoes. But most of the time, it's okay. A couple nights a year, we have to go in the tornado shelter. Otherwise, I just try to ignore that. What's really beautiful in May here are the unbelievable trees, shrubs, um, plants that are blooming side by side and everything looks so green because of the rain. It's wonderful. And, and of course, it's before the hot summer comes, so we're not hot all the time. It's a beautiful month. One of the things that we notice in May in this part of the country and probably in other parts as well are the Canada geese that have just had little goslings. And of course, this is the time that they're cute. Uh, other times of year we don't particularly like all the mess that the Canada geese make in our parks and our backyards. But this time of year when we see the little babies, it's different. Well, I had an experience with Canada geese last year around this time that I thought was extraordinary and I wrote a poem about it. And I'm going to read the poem now. It's called Migration. A distress call lures me out of the cabin. Nine Canada geese run. Are they really running? Down the road, raucous as air horns at a hockey match. With a final whooping signal, they rise into the air, all but one, whose wings flap but cannot fly, and who moans a left-behind wail. Others circle back, and I sense they had planned this running, hoping their greater speed might help this weaker gosling lift. No luck this time. Next morning, I'm out early and spy them in the lake, floating information, the drill sergeant honking instructions. And then, on cue, all nine, yes, all nine, rise into the southern sky, practicing flight for a migration yet to come. But instantly, the gosling falls, its neck in paroxysms of wild movement, unable to balance even on the lake's surface. One of the others alights alongside, holding the weak one's head with her own beak, caressing until the seizures stop. The other seven land, forming a circle around their younger kin. And I think back, after the accident, of the dozens of doctors, nurses, prayers, feeders, and nudgers, who hovered over my husband when he couldn't talk or walk or even move, a whole community that surrounded him until he finally took flight that spring afternoon when the only support he needed was the arm of his beautiful daughter as he slowly walked her down the wedding aisle. And I wonder, will this gosling ever fly again? And if he does, what silent pain will he endure to be not left behind? to fly alongside family in its sustaining migration.
Migration. That is a poem from my brand new off the presses book called Please Use This for Children and Not for War and Guns, published by Blooming Twig Books, 2010. As I said, just off the presses. It can be found at Amazon.com. It can be found at my website, CynthiaGustafson.com or the website of bloomingtwigbooks.com, or you can ask for it at any of your local bookstores. Anyway, back to Canada geese. They care for one another. They mate for life. They take care of their young as a community, surrounding them, watching them. And this particular incident was true in my poem, where I saw a goose actually hold the neck of the other one as it had these paroxysms. The neck was um, really, really in bad shape, and she kept that goose from drowning. An incredible thing when we think about birds, isn't it? Sometimes I wonder if they're more moral than we are as human beings. Of course there are wonderful people who care, but then we put that alongside those who don't, and we start asking questions. Well, that's the question that I want to ask today. Who do you care for, and who cares for you? And not only individually, but in the community, in your area in your country, in this world, who do we care for and who cares for us? Have a happy May and I'll see you in June.